Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Today, Austin, Texas, live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today I want to talk about why is the FBI, the next section of the FBI, violating the law with a 20-day wait or waits and not allowing FFLs to transfer firearms in three business days. So the way the Brady law works is when you walk into a gun store, you fill out a 4473, and if you have a handgun license in the state that you live in, then that bypasses the background check system. You still have to fill out the form, and then you out you walk with your firearm. If you don't have a handgun license from the state that you live in, then you still fill out the form, but then that gun store or federal firearms license dealer is going to call the FBI mix section, or they're going to type it into a website. Type all your information in and get a response, either proceed, delay, or deny. Proceed, out you go with the firearm. Delay, you're supposed to wait. You have to wait three business days unless they call the FFL back sooner or give them a response sooner than the three days. Doesn't include weekends or holidays or denied. If you deny, you don't get a firearm. So delay, that's three business days, not including weekends or holidays. What's happening right now is the FBI NICS is giving a 20-day or longer waiting period. Right now, we're this whole weekend and, and on Friday, we were giving a, a delay period of April the 22nd. You know, so you're either getting April 20th, 21st, 22nd, or 23rd. We're giving April 22nd. So that means that if you walk into the gun store, you were delayed. We could not, we cannot transfer that firearm to that individual until April 22nd if we don't receive a response from the FBI NICS. And that is violating the law, people. That is not what's supposed to happen. 
and no one is saying anything. No one's complaining about this. No one's contacted their elected officials, and this is unconscionable. This is this is just I, I just don't understand. I'm so furious right now. The law says three business days. If you don't get a response, the federal firearms license dealer can transfer the firearm to that individual. Person walks in on April the fifth. We do a background check. We can't transfer that firearm to them until April 22nd. That is uncalled for. Something needs to be done right now. So let me bring into the conversation Todd Rathner. Todd is uh, he's the knife rights guy. He's also with the NRA, but he's the knife rights guy. He's the guy that goes around the country and lobbies for uh, like switchblades and bully knives and get just basically to get rid of illegal knives in Texas. And so I asked Todd you know, to chime in on this, you know, because Todd gave me a call. He said, hey, Mike, what's going on? You know, and what are you hearing from the FBI Knicks? And I told Todd, I said, hey, you know, Todd, I don't know what's going on, but we're getting a delay of April. You know, here it is March, you know, back in March, we're still getting a delay of April that people have to wait until they can get their firearm. And that is violating the law. So Todd, let me uh, welcome you to come and talk us, sir. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Other than this, Man, uh, other great, than this delays on, on your firearm sales. <laughs> other than that, we're doing pretty good. We're we're you know we're making sure we're doing our social distancing. Uh, we're only allowing three people inside the store at a time. You know, so yeah, we're doing all that. Well, good, good. Um, so um, I the only thing I wanna the only thing I wanna um well first of all let's let's just make sure your audience knows I'm on the NRA's board of directors. Uh, that's my nexus with with the NRA. Um, and I, I heard about this issue from another dealer in Texas recently. Some states, some states are, are being allowed to proceed with, with transfers. Some states are not. Texas is one that is not. Um, and I, I, I spoke to a dealer uh, this, this past week who, who told me about this, and that's why I called you. I wanted to see if this was consistent across the state. Um, this, th- this other dealer who uh, I'm not going to reveal who it is because, uh, I, I didn't get their permission ahead of time. And I just don't like to talk about folks in- unless I have, you know, publicly, unless I have their permission, but they're having the exact same thing happen to them. It's a, it, April 22nd seems to be this magic date. Um, some of them were pushed out even further at one point, uh, the 25 days or so. Uh, and what the, what they're being told is that the, the, the FBI is claiming that because mechanisms within the Texas health system, whatever your health department is called, um, I think it's the Department of Health. I'm not 100% sure, but that they're claiming that because they can't contact them and check um, psychological records, that, that that is what the delay is. Well, that's no fault of, of anyone uh, who's looking to buy a gun. That's not the fault of an FFL. That's not the fault of the, of the gun buyer. Uh, and to you said it correctly that it is unconscionable for the FBI to be delaying transfers and giving 20-day Brady transfer dates um, in in a in a national emergency. Th- this is the time when law-abiding citizens need to be able to go to their gun store and either in, and purchase a firearm or or purchase an extra firearm. Maybe they need to have a spouse or 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 an adult child to to be armed. Um, and this is not the time to be doing this. And the only thing that I would correct you about is that you said that no one was complaining and no one was contacting elected officials. What I wanted to say was that um, the NRA is. 
um, the NRA is on top of this. When I called NRA headquarters and discussed it with uh, the chief of staff of, uh, of the, the Institute for Legislative Action, they were already working on it. They were already talking to um, John Cornyn's office, uh, one, one of the Texas senators. Um, they, I'm sure that they're talking with Senator Cruz's office as well. But what I was told was that they were in very animated discussions with uh, Senator Cornyn's office. There were there were hints that they were going to be talking with um, with the White House and that people were going to get on top of this, that they were already on top of it when I had called. And and the fact that we were able to, to clarify with you and with more than more than one dealer in the state and confirm that this is actually going on was was a big help. And and hopefully they're going to be able to get this cleared up because there's no excuse for it. There's absolutely no excuse. And you're right. The way I read the law, it's a violation of the law. that They only have three days and, and this shouldn't be happening. Absolutely. And let me ask uh, Felicia with uh, GOA to chime in on this, Felicia. Yes, so we've been having conversations for weeks now, basically since the shelter in places were implemented. Um, and we should have something coming out this next week. Um, that's more of a national initiative and I'm Texas GOA. Um, but as soon as we know something concrete um, from our work on the national level, uh, we'll be sending it out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah and, and, you know, my, and I'm my, glad, you know, Todd, you guys are working on this. Go ahead, Todd. No, what, what I was gonna what I was gonna say was is is, you know, ten days ago, twenty days ago, thirty days ago, the world was a completely different place, and the, the world is going to be a completely different place twenty days from now. And people may not be able to you may not be able to conduct business uh, the way that you are right now. It may change, and that could really cause a lot of problems for your customers. And so that's part of why it is absolutely unconscionable. That, that the FBI would be doing this now. People need to be able to defend themselves now, today, not 20 days from now. Yes. It's one thing It's one thing to wait three days to clear up some paperwork. It's entirely another to wait almost three weeks. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. That's Todd Ratner. He's a knife rights guy. But we're talking about the, the FBI next process and why are we getting this 20-day wait for you to be able to purchase a firearm in a gun store. We're talking about the FBI next, not – Following the law. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Maj Toure. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about the FBI. Why is the FBI Nick violating the law with a 20-day wait and not allowing... All right, but I have Todd Ratner, Todd Ratner with Knife Rights. He's actually on the phone. He's talking to us about, um, you know, this problem that we have with the FBI Knicks violating the law with a 20-day wait and not allowing FF, FFLs to transfer firearms in the three business days. All right, so let me bring uh, Todd Ratner back in, back in on this and tell me, Todd, you know, what are we going to do to fix this problem? So what is the solution? Well, the, right now, um, the, high, the fo- folks at the highest levels at, um, at NRA headquarters are working on this. Um, they're specifically talking with, um, with Senator Cornyn in, in Texas. Uh, there, are, there are other senators that are involved as well um, that they're, they're talking to. Where, wherever there are delays, they're talking to people. They're, 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 they're basically informing senators now uh, of this problem, and, and the reaction has been, we've got to get this fixed. And so they're working with senators. Uh, they're also working with the White House. And, and someone is going to have to talk to the FBI and explain this to them and, and point out the problem. And that's, what's, that's the process that's going on right now. We're, we're on top of this right as we speak. Uh, the National Rifle Association is working on it. Your other guest, Felicia, I believe is her name, says the GOA is working on it. I'm very glad to hear that. That's excellent. We all need to work together. We need to get this fixed. And it's really it, – it, you, you said it, and the perfect word is unconscionable, um, because especially in, in, in this environment where people don't know if there's going to be social unrest or if there's going to be problems um, that, that where they need to be able to defend themselves. We hear about police officers. Some 15 percent of the NYPD is down sick. Uh, that could happen in other places in the country. People need to be able to defend themselves, and they can't wait 20 days to do it. All right, exactly, Todd. I, I really appreciate that. And you know what? I want to thank you for coming on and breaking that down to us, uh, Todd. And um, and we're going to come back to you maybe next weekend, and maybe there's there'll be some type of solution um, from someone, you know, maybe on the federal level to to fix this issue. Yeah, I hope that's the case. I hope that 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 uh, next Sunday I can come back on and tell you that the problem is solved. Absolutely. All right, thank you, Todd. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Anytime. All right. And let me change gears a little bit. Let's go to Zach. Man, Zach, what's going on in your neck of the woods? You know, what's happening? Uh, what are our stats, you know, as far as the coronavirus? Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, so today we just broke 1.25 million cases reported. Um, you know, I really don't trust these metrics that are coming out, uh, especially – so they say we have 330,000 here in the U.S., but 81,000 in China. So uh, I realized right. that 
the United States and China have very different uh, ways of going about trying to control the situation. Uh, I know China, they would actually go to people's homes that are suspected of having coronavirus and actually weld their doors shut. So <laughs> I know we're not doing that here, but I think uh, when you get those numbers out of China, you have to add a couple zeros to the end and then you get closer to the real numbers. So yeah, so we broke one and a quarter million cases today and the uh, US is leading the world with 330,000. Um, we are still under 10,000 deaths. So that's good, but that toll is uh, going up pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, hopefully we're getting somewhere close to the peak, but you know, only time will tell. Uh, Felicia. You know what is what what are some of the things that people are saying on GOA about what's going on as far as the, uh, the coronavirus and and just everything you know, where we are today. Everyone is just really monitoring um, their safety. You know, there's been issues with different shelter in places. Um, some law enforcement agencies are saying that they will fine you if you leave that they're going to pull you over to decide if you are essential or if your um, if your shopping is essential if your travel is essential and so really people just wanting to get clarity on on um you know what their rights are during these unprecedented times and so we've actually been doing weekly trainings every wednesday at eight teaching people how to find um, resources on what is actually happening, what's actually enforceable, and not just letting, you know, the the naysayers and the, the dramatic people on Facebook kind of inform our opinions. So we've just been staying on top of that and helping people find all of the resources that they need um, to stay safe and stay free during these crazy times. All right. We come back from the break. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Also, give you a little recap on the FBI Knicks violating the law within 20 day waits. We're going to talk about that and more. We come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Chad Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. The right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. We're talking all things firearms. Now, here's Michael Cargill. Now it's time for GGN, Global Gun News. Global Gun News, sponsored by Central Texas Gunworks, the largest online gun store in Texas. In the news... Last month, Texas hit an all-time high in firearm background checks, according to the NICS, the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. The NICS data states there were 274,211 checks performed in the month of March for Texas. While not every background check ends in a purchase, the number of background checks can be used as a fairly accurate barometer for how many guns have been purchased. The TSA announced they have confiscated 17 firearms at security checkpoints in the Austin Bergstrom International Airport since the beginning of the year. 
Sari Kroshitz, a spokeswoman for the TSA, says, if a gun is brought to the TSA screening checkpoint, the passenger will face a civil penalty that can exceed $13,000. And that fine is imposed even if you are not arrested or even cited by our law enforcement partners. In 2019, the TSA stopped a total of 79 guns at the Austin Bergstrom International Airport. Four Florida men have been arrested after authorities tracked down a stolen car in Seminole County. A deputy with the Seminole County Sheriff's Office called a stolen vehicle back to a Lake Mary residence where police discovered heroin, cocaine, multiple handguns, thousands of dollars in cash, and a baby alligator. All four men have been charged with multiple felonies and are currently in jail. That's your gun news from around the globe. I'm Gary Faust, GGN. All right, Gary, man, appreciate that, let me tell you. Uh, here we go. Uh, Casey, take me on, on the back to the regular one. All right, so now I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about, let's see. And and we've man, I, I was getting and you guys have to forgive me. I was getting like this. It was crazy. I was getting both the audios, like the eight second delay and the live, all in one time. And so it was really confusing to me on who I was listening to and what I was supposed to be saying. I apologize for that, but I got that fixed. All right, so let's. I want to talk a little bit more about what's happening in um, in New Jersey, this Jewish neighborhood that you just covered on the Global Gun News, um, Gary. You know, like. You know, I guess I understand that we need to stay in place, and we we need to make sure that we do our social distancing. But at what point, you know, are we violating people's rights? Is there a fine line there, you guys? What do you think about that? I I don't know. I um I did not I didn't cover that on the uh, global gun news, but I do know what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, in New Jersey, the Jewish neighborhood. There were there was uh, another party that was busted. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what, if they were celebrating, uh, you know, some sort of a Jewish holiday or wedding or something, but I do know that the two people that were arrested were actually charged with five counts of child endangerment, as well as violating the governor's ban on gatherings. Um, they had 40 to 50 people at their house and obviously children are involved. That's why they got the child endangerment uh, charges set against them. But this is the fifth time this has happened. And I don't think that, I, I don't think you should be arresting people for child endangerment for, for this. I think that seems very excessive. Right. Because hey, there are people that are throwing like uh, uh, parties also around the country. But then more seriously, you have people that are actually doing church services like on Sunday today. There, there are pastors around the country that are saying that, hey, you know, we're going to conduct these church services. Is there a fine line there? You, know, you guys tell me, and definitely call in and give us your, your advice there. And our call-in number is 512-543-2284. That's 512-543-2284 is a call-in number. Because is there a fine line in there where – at this time, there are people that need – they need religion. They need church. They need the Lord. They need something. But because of the situation, we have to keep our social distance. So 
you know, are we, is there something in there that's saying, hey, we're losing some type of freedom from that because the government's saying, hey, if you do get together, we're going to charge you with a Class B misdemeanor and a $1,000 fine. Felicia, what do you think? You always come to me on the really controversial question. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that it is important to take this virus serious. Um, but I also think it's important to monitor the amount of freedom that we are willing to give away. Um, and and so I, I really don't know what to say because people are going to hate me no matter what. Um, do I think that maybe the government's going too far? charging people with child endangerment for having people to their home. Um, do I think that the fact that, you know, the Speaker of the House, Dennis Bonin, put on Twitter today that they're going to be having a checkpoint at the Louisiana-Texas state line, um, mm -hmm. do I think that's going too far? You know, there is the Fourth Amendment, right? So is coming from a different state enough probable cause to pull you over and then search you um, and then per potentially prohibit you from entering uh, your home state. Um, and, and then we're restricting movement, right? So it's a whole, it's not something that's an easy answer. It's not something that's a quick, simple, put a bandaid on it, we'll see you in May, you know? Um, I think that I think that the government's really testing us. What are we what are we willing to give up for the illusion of safety, right? Yeah. Um, and so I mean, I, uh, Governor Abbott actually said earlier this week, maybe it was this weekend, that they want to start testing people who were more than likely exposed but never showed any symptoms to start seeing if they have immunity to the virus and then start allowing those people to go out into the community and, and regain some type of um, natural or uh, normal um, activity levels. So I think that that's gonna be interesting. You've seen reports of, of blood tests um, to see who has antibodies to the virus. Um, and then I wanna say the city of Dallas actually extended their social distancing requirements through June. So we're about to get into some pretty dicey situations um, legally, just because how long can you actually shut down the economy? You know, right. do we expect to lose an entire quarter of 2020 financially? So I mm. think it's I think it's interesting to see what happens. I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home. Um, so I, I mean, I'm just sitting back and kind of watching everything play out right now. And then let me bring Zach into the conversation because, man, uh, the mayor of Houston, you know, he's asking criminals to take a day off. Uh, take a listen to this video of what happened out of Houston from the, the mayor of Houston. And then you won't need us. Okay. So the best way to keep our police officers and first responders safe, you know, and let me just make my plea. Until the coronavirus is resolved, criminals take a break, okay? Stay home, okay? Stay home and don't commit any crimes. And that way, they'll stay safe and out of jail. And police officers will stay safe and can go home to their families, okay? So everybody chill. Crooks, criminals, you chill. 
wait till the coronavirus is over. Okay? And then we'll all be okay. All right, thank y'all so very much. Uh, no offense, I don't know what kind of crack he's smoking, uh, but I don't think the criminals are going to chill. <laughs> and it's only a matter of time before something pops off around this country. And I'm just curious uh, how long it's going to be. You know, we're talking, just like you just said, Felicia, uh, people are, are, you know, how long, when, when do they get their last paycheck? How long, you know, See, how long has it been? When are they going to get that next check? And what Mayor Turner just said really ticks me off. Because the longer that you shut down the economy, people aren't getting paid. You know, they're these stimulus checks, which are hilarious, but that's a topic for another day, may not yeah, hit. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of problems weeks. with that. Yeah, may not hit for a few more weeks at the earliest. So, what are you going to start doing when you have a family in Houston and they don't have any money because they're not essential, but their kids aren't eating? And no one's yeah, donating to food banks because so many people have, are out of work. Then they're criminalizing people who are essential by pulling them over um, all the time and checking their travel papers. I mean, I, I sometimes I look at the news and I look at the articles that are that my friends are posting on Facebook and obviously I do more research than that, but I'm like, is this actually happening? Are we actually yeah. stopping people at state line to deem whether or not they can come home? Um, and then, and then mayor Turner, who's a laughable human at best, jokes to tell the criminals to take a break come on <laughs> do, do yeah, maybe you're smoking the same stuff that marion barry was <laughs> why do you say that zach he's a, he's a genius though why didn't government think of that sooner just ask the criminals nicely to not commit crimes that's, that's genius that we live stuff. in a utopia brilliant yeah absolutely <laughs> a dystopia yeah, it, it's it's going to be a matter of time before – and it's already starting to happen. I'm actually getting reports from a lot of major cities. Uh, businesses are being broken into you know, because they're all boarded up, locked up, no one's there. Uh, and that's starting to happen a little more now as we get more into this. It's happening in Houston. It's happening in Dallas. It's starting to happen in Austin. They haven't break in the businesses. So you know, how, how much longer is this you – know, we're going to have to wait before something really, really bad happens. Go ahead, Felicia. Yeah, and in New York, uh, burglaries are up 77%, I believe, in the stat I just read. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's crazy. So when we come back, um, I want to get into that video of uh, Samuel Jackson, the public safety announcement. I want you guys to hear that because I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but I'm not going to comply. I'm not going to stay in place, you know, with everything because I, I – I, Yes, you should do that if you definitely feel sick. I'm not telling you what you should you should not do. But I just don't I'm just not that type of person that complies with everything that the government tells me I should do. Um I'm still going to live my life. I'm still going to make sure I clean myself and clean things around me and things of that nature. We'll talk about that more when we come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill and you are listening to Come Talk. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. And I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talking. Talk 1370. 
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. The runner is spreading. It's no joke. It's no time to work or run. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the at home. Now, technically, I'm not a doctor. But mother listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam and Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the at home. Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble. Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the mother app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please stay the at home. Thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve because that is steep. And now that you're home, please feel free to go the to sleep. All right. So what you think about that, Gary? Gary? I was going to say, I haven't taken any of his advice at all. What, you, you don't listen that? to Hollywood to live your life? Yeah. I, you know, I've been all over the place, driving across the country at the home improvement store. I've taken so many trips to the home improvement store. So you see this thing back here? That's a little playhouse I'm building for my son. And I've been going back and forth in the, the Ace Hardware, buying wood and tools and all that kind of stuff. And there's, they have, you know, they have everything taped off so they have to stand six feet apart, but they only let so many people in at one time and everybody's wearing masks. Now I think we covered this, but the masks don't do anything for the virus. All right. So Zach, um, what's your experience around the city? Are you actually going out and about you leaving the house? Are you, you know, are you training people? Hey, you know, they found a plant that cures coronavirus. Really? It's called plant your butt on that couch. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you, you know, you're a personal trainer. So what are you telling people, you know, how how they're supposed to stay in shape? Oh, well, I mean, I'm doing things a little differently now. I'm doing more workouts uh, on basically, you know, on video like this. And I'm doing outdoor workouts, kind of, uh, you know, keeping distance from everybody. Just uh, follow the the city's rules and all that but uh yeah you know trying to live life as much as i can mainly hanging out at home so life you, is, you, uh, you, don't need to, you don't need a gym to work out you just gotta do push-ups pull-ups sit-ups you're good kind of something like that yeah that's what i've been doing i'm in pretty good shape Dose your guns gary all what? right and what do you say, Zach? So show us your gun. Not those. Uh, I don't. I don't have my. Uh, they're concealed. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I know we, we've had a lot of people, you know, come to the gun store. We got a lot of people that are standing outside in line uh, trying to get into the store, and they're, they're following that six-feet rule. They, we do have a lot of people that are wearing masks, wearing gloves, protecting their hands and protecting their face, but they are still 20 deep, you know, six feet apart at the store to get into the gun store to, you know, purchase a firearm, you know, pick up, do their transfers and all that good kind of stuff. And I see that when, you know, when I pass by the grocery store, I don't go to the grocery store. I have enough groceries to last me a whole month in this house. So I'm good there. But I do see people at the grocery store that are lined up, you know, to go in and all that stuff. So I actually, you know, I did prepare for things like this. So we're, you know, we're a little more prepared. I don't have to go to the store all the time. What do you, what do you have at your house? Barrels of rice and beans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have big bags of rice. I have a, I have a lot of frozen meats uh, that we thought, you know, every day when it's time to, you know, eat dinner or whatever. So I have rice. I have beans. I have all that vegetables, canned vegetables. I have MREs around here. You ever heard of MREs, Gary? Oh yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, so, ready to eat. So you, you just you prepare for things like that. So. How's your booth situation? You you've been making trips to the liquor store. I hope they don't. Mark, those is non-essential. No, no. I got to get to the liquor store. I got to have my alcohol, so I do have that as well. I think I'm just going to buy a barrel of whiskey. I think when this is all over, I think we're going to have a, a big party at the, you know, everyone's going to get together at their favorite bar, and it's just going to be a big, huge celebration going, oh, my God, it's over. What do you think? Hey, did you see what uh, Mr. Rutledge said there? No, what do you think? He said... You yahoos, make sure you switch arms when watching Pornhub. Oh my goodness! No, that's not that, work out right now. In there. Lead on that. <laughs> what? He he called me out by name. What's up with that? Yeah, well, <laughs> I left I left your name out of it. I respect your privacy. Felicia, <laughs> uh, you need to go ahead and put him in check on that all that stuff. He can call Zach out anytime he wants. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna censor Donald. <laughs> All right. So uh, what's what's this deal with um, the police going in in Brooklyn, actually arresting this guy who was hoarding masks? You know, and honest, this guy's hoarding masks <laughs> and he's selling them at an ungodly price. He is 700%. definitely definitely uh, a, a dirt bag for doing that. But is it his right to do that? You know, to well. I don't know. I, it also says he was coughing on FBI agents. Now that's a problem. I don't know if he had. Oh my God! They they had eighty thousand face masks were confiscated. I didn't realize right. it was that many. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he. I mean, he's definitely a dirtbag. Well, he's being uh, he's being arrested. He's charged with assault and making false statements to the federal the the federal police officers um, when he allegedly peddled and stored massive amounts of N95 respirator masks. And he's also been accused of price gouging. So he was selling a, a New Jersey doctor. He sold a thousand of the masks for 12 grand, which is a 700% markup. Now, here's my question, Michael. Would you trust your doctor if they spent $12,000 on a thousand respirator masks? Because you have to be pretty gullible to pay that much for them. And I don't know if that person's qualified to assess your health if that's stupid yeah you definitely got to be a dirt bag to do something like that in the first place and i don't think i would I'm, i wouldn't be that desperate to do that 
as well. I would definitely wait until my supply that I've ordered actually come in, you know, to do that. And I, don't, I don't think the supply got that low for them to do that in the first place. But well, you know, somebody bought them. <laughs> yeah. So you can't one, you can't lie to investigators, and you and you shouldn't spit on investigators. They can they consider that assault. And you definitely can't lie to the FBI when you're being questioned. So well, that's what he didn't messed up on, on that he part. Was, he was coughing on him coughing or spitting or whatever yeah that's you know that's that's where he messed up on that but definitely hey if you want to be a dirtbag and you want to you know hoard that stuff in the in a, in a crisis like this i think the public you know would definitely deal with this guy well what are they going to do what's the public going to do he's already going to go to jail probably right well now he is you know for sure um felicia what's going on in your world not much, unfortunately. Um, I work from home, so I'm just here all the time, um, making sure that people know their rights, make, making sure that people uh, are finding gun stores and ammunition in their area, and just kind of like connecting the Second Amendment community while we're doing all of this physical distancing. All right. And Zach, you know, so what are your plans for the week? You know, are you doing video conferencing with your your customers and what you do as far as personal training? Yeah, I'm doing some of that. Also, uh, outdoor workouts, which are uh, exempted in the stay-at-home orders. So getting outside a lot, trying to get outside as much as I can because it's just so depressing to sit inside, indoors all day long. It just takes a toll on me, you know? Got to get out there. All right. And then, Gary, you know, what's your what's your plan for the week? You're you going to come back to Texas and get away from California? You know we're going to put you on quarantine when you get back here. you got the 14-day yeah. quarantine, son. I'm worried I'm going to get held up at the border. Yeah. yeah I mean, where, not, your not, where are your papers, Gary? Not not related to, to the coronavirus, though. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, I'm, I don't I'm, know anything about that. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Okay. Well, they're definitely going to check your papers when you get back to the – the border there so hopefully you'll you're able to get through and hopefully they won't put you on a four day 14 day wait you know when i was in phoenix a friend of mine told me that his friend was coming back to arizona from california and they actually did question him at the border and they asked for his id and stuff like that and in phoenix they now have a 5 p.m curfew wow hmm. okay well i want to thank everyone for listening today i hope you Hopefully next week we'll have some good news out of uh, D.C. on what we're going to do with this 20-day delay on people being able to get their firearm. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You will listen to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.